0: Vida Abu Productions welcomes you to the B.E. Podcast, a weekly podcast for the church dedicated to discussing theology for everyday life. Join in the conversation with Pastor Jonathan Gallardo and Henry Cruz. Welcome, everyone. This is Jonathan Gallardo, and this is Vida English Podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm with Henry Cruz. And together we've been talking theology specifically on this concept of theodicy episode three my yep, friend that's right uh, a brief reminder give a give people a summary of what theodicy is right now so we could catch up
1: yeah we're basically discussing this idea of how can a good god exist in the midst of evil being in our world and so we're wrestling with this idea of theodicy. of
0: theodicy. And our commitment and our main objection here, or not objection, but objective is to make you a theodicist, right? Yeah. We want everyone to be a theodicist because we can reconcile the goodness and the justness of God in the midst of evil, because we know that the world is evil. So mm-hmm. once again, welcome to the show. Welcome to this podcast. We're glad that you're listening. And we're going to get into episode three. And we're going to actually defined a biblical perspective of theodicy Mm -hmm. and we're going to give you a kind of um, an overview of what type of theodicy one should have you know this is not going to be the ultimate answer right obviously we don't have the ultimate answer but at least from a pastoral perspective for congregants of a local church uh, people that even come to our church we want to make sure that pastorally we approach the subject so that at least they can think about it biblically and think about it in a in a very well informed manner. So, one of the theodicies that we would advocate for comes from this concept of the greater glory theodicy. Yep. It's a little fancy term, but greater glory theodicy. Let's let's dive into that. What does that mean, and how do our people understand this?
1: Yeah. So, I would say greater glory theodicy what we're emphasizing here is that in the midst of this wickedness that that's in the in our world in the midst of suffering that's in our world ultimately god is using that to reveal himself and so uh there's greater glory theodicy in in a sense highlights this mercy of god mm-hmm. the grace of god that otherwise we wouldn't have recognize or have come to grips with at least not fully had there not been an introduction to the fall which is sin um had had we not had to deal with this or had adam and eve not sin we would never have fully understood this mercy and grace that god actually reveals to us so ultimately um even the fall the the introduction of sin into this world actually helps us see god in a perspective that otherwise we wouldn't have seen and that's why i say not fully at least because we would have been able to recognize and i believe that adam and eve recognized the goodness of god even in the garden without this but they understood other aspects of god uh, specifically his mercy mm-hmm. and his grace once the f- the fall came into into effect because
0: yeah, they didn't physically die right they didn't <laughs> physically
1: die that's right you see the mercy and grace of god even in that um so yeah that would for me would be um the ultimate aspect of of us understanding what this greater glory theodicy is
0: and there is a wonderful phone call we get yes. these phone calls every once in a while but going into that greater theodicy we have to also understand um, what it means for God's glory to be found in the person and work of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So, if we could get into that a little bit, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, Henry. Felix culpa, Felix right. culpa. Yeah, a Latin term which basically means fortunate fall. Yeah, like the fall of Adam
1: is fortunate. Is fortunate. Yeah. yeah. Why? Right. And and again, so I, I want to maybe help our listeners think a little bit through this, um, because I think when we think of glory, so, you know, we're coming from a Hispanic context, um, and oftentimes I think when we think of glory, especially from a charismatic perspective Mm -hmm. is usually like in a materialistic matter. So, so what is greater glory? Well, you know, it's God blessing you. Mm. It's God giving you, you know, more, more materialistic blessings. Or if you're super, you know, charismatic, it's this view of, you know, the greater glory mm-hmm. of God means like you're entering into a new level dimension. Yeah, yeah, this experiential, in-depth, getting closer to God, um, really apart from the scriptures, which is where we would, you know, say mm-hmm. that that's really where this goes south. Um, and hardly do we ever think of suffering as being like, like no one ever says, man, I'm really experiencing God's glory through, through suffering. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something that registers in our mind. And so... Obviously, we know that with the fall, and this is something that I always like to go to, you know, um, in this life, we're going to experience inexplicable things, Mm -hmm. you know, things that come sudden death that Mm -hmm. comes sudden that, you know, there's death that can kind of be explained and then there's death that is just like whoa that was yeah. that was so unexpected illnesses that come unexpected or even catastrophes that 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 come our way mm-hmm. that hit you know right now there's hurricane, there's hurricane Ian that, on, yeah, yeah that that's up in that florida region i always go back to katrina because of how devastating mm-hmm. that was um and so you think of these massive events and you almost want to say again the issue how can god allow mm-hmm. that but but we, we we fail to realize that and the character of God, and this is why I always like to go back to Genesis three, because it's when sin fall or when sin gets introduced, then now mm-hmm. you, you get, you know, you have a post Eden world and then mm-hmm. a after Eden world or a post fall and then an after fall. Mm-hmm. And before the fall, there's only goodness. Mm-hmm. There's perfect harmony, even amongst humans. Um, there's perfect relationship between animals and man. There's perfect relationship even on the earth. And, and then in 317, one of the things that it says is, you know, when Adam falls, it's cursed is the ground because of you. And so the idea there is that now there is going to be hurricanes, mm-hmm. whereas before there wasn't. And and now there's going to be devastation that, that didn't exist. And again, sin has a lot to do with this. So I think the reason why I start here is because in order to understand this greater glory, we need to understand the the damnness mm-hmm. of sin. Like how 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 much sin mm-hmm. actually ruined everything not just for us but it ruined everything as far as the introduction of even suffering goes Mm -hmm. um and the introduction of these catastrophes that we see so when people try to blame god for Mm -hmm. them they're 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 misunderstanding what the original creation which is why genesis says all this was Mm -hmm. good and now a creation that lives in the midst of a what we would call a fallen world because Mm -hmm. of of sin and but again all of this ultimately points to an ultimate redemption Mm -hmm. through Jesus Christ, which Mm -hmm. is where this this phrase Felix culpa comes in. Um, This idea now then, as I mentioned earlier, in the midst of a fall, this sovereign God who is in control of everything is not shook by it. Mm -hmm. He's not surprised by it. Um, He actually has a solution to it, which you and I would not know the glorious uh, the gloriousness of the Trinity, the mm-hmm. way we do now, mm-hmm. we wouldn't know what redemption is the mm-hmm. way we do now. And so we need to, you know, from a theological perspective, mm-hmm. anyway, we need to, we need to see that this greater glory theology, uh, we're able to see this because in a sense there is a, a fall and and sin, mm-hmm. um, that, that that's why, yeah, we're able to see that.
0: Well in, in the Edenic world, the perfection that existed, we can say, that demonstrates the glory of God, right? It right. was perfect perfection in the sense, uh, even man and woman were given authority over animals. Yeah. I mean, they were in charge. They they were basically really just having a blast in, uh-huh. in, in, in Eden, in the midst of perfection. However, what else did they need to know? You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, how would they have known mercy of God? Right in that context they would have known the greatness of god the vastness of god the power of god the authority of god but what about his mercy which how would that have been shown if it wasn't for this fortunate fall so greater glory then is is an introduction to the plan and work of redemption through jesus christ which i like to see as a j figure so Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I've, uh, you know, kind of just to visually put it, the J figure goes kind of like, uh, in, in the, just picture, visualize a J and yeah, the, the, the letter, the letter J. J. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just to not, clarify, not J's. Yeah. 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 But yeah. the letter, yeah. the letter J, uh, it, it's a type of glory that, so for instance, if you, if you visualize the J, the beginning of that, you know, that little hoop, the loop yep. part of the J. Um, so there's that, beautiful restoration mm-hmm. i mean beautiful creation god you know made that and it's beautiful and and then sin comes in so it goes down, down right yep. things go down so if we only stick with a a type of restoration or glory of god to bring us back to the original state which would make it a u right instead of a j we we'd kind of go back to the, you know it's kind of saying oh we're going back to like a, original. Restart. Yeah, yeah. a restart yeah restart and it's kind of like god would have st- like delete and you know start over yeah. control out, delete right nope. refresh reboot all right let's do this again and yeah, let's, let's try to try get it again. right yeah. yep and we'd go back to the same circumstances and and try it all over again however the j is, is is symbolic in the sense of well you start off with with greatness perfection the fall comes in but then the promise of christ and his redeeming mm-hmm. uh, work will not only bring us back to the original state but even give us a greater glory, Uh, a new Jerusalem, a new heaven, and a new earth as promised Mm -hmm. in, in the book of Revelation. So then it goes all the way up. So it's not a restoration to the original state, it goes to a more glorious state, which Jesus Christ will usher in mm-hmm. uh, for his people. And we're going to be able to see that An, another time when there's no sickness, no, no disease, no violence, no, none of that stuff. It's all restored. And it's even better than, mm-hmm. than the than former was. was. So this understanding of Felix culpa is a yeah fortunate fall, but God's glory is revealed then with the work and redemption of, of Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that for us, You know, because sometimes it's okay. Well, how does that help me in in a world where I'm experiencing suffering, where I'm experiencing some type of of calamity um, in my life? And we need to remember. And again, this isn't the only way that God shows His glory, but it is a way which is, you know, the the classic prayer um, in in Second Corinthians twelve, if I'm not mistaken, where Paul is. Hey, I prayed three times for, for the Lord to remove this thorn mm-hmm. in me. And, and he even realizes that the God's allowing that because there's a grace that's being demonstrated to that. So Paul even says, you know, um, through this, through this thorn, I'm, thorn i'm realizing that in my weakness mm. god's grace is greater sure. it's stronger um and, and so there's an emphasis there and again i know it's not the only way that that god shows glory but but it's one of those ways where we we we, we at least get to understand that in the midst of suffering we're reminded that god is there to comfort us he's 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 not abandoning Mm -hmm. us as his children. And so there's this strength that God provides and there's refuge that God provides, but it's provided because ultimately we rest on a sovereign God. Mm -hmm. And so... A God who obviously knows, and not just knows, he's decreed, which is key. Most people say no, which is why I'm <laughs> correcting myself. But but it's more than just omniscient. It's that God has actually decreed the end from the beginning, which means that God's ordained mm-hmm. things the way that they're going to be. So, again, I know that sometimes people theologically wrestle with this because it's like, why would God ordain this for my life? But ultimately, we mm-hmm. have to know that it's because it's for our good. Mm-hmm. And in this, God, as horrible as emotionally it may be for us, um god specifically wanted us to go through whatever it is that we wanted to go through because ultimately he is showing his his greater mm-hmm. glory through those circumstances, um, whether they be positive mm-hmm. or negative. But at the end of the day, we need to you know, come to grips with that. God has decreed these mm-hmm. things. He's ordained them, but that helps us mm-hmm. because in the midst of our unknowing, our uncertainty, we can rest in this and go, all right, you know, yeah, this is painful. And I, again, I'm not negating any of the emotional aspects of what someone might go mm-hmm. through um, in the midst of suffering, but in the midst of that, that's why it's important what we know. And so, that our emotions don't overtake our minds that that what we know is well I can rest on God you know and 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 find refuge in that and I think that at least for me it helps me to know that in these troubles sometimes that that it's like well but God is sovereign mm-hmm. and he's in control and at the end of this painful period there there comes you know there, mm-hmm. there's something else to that um and ultimately as you've been mentioning, the ultimate goal mm-hmm. is is not even on earth, yeah. which is why I always say sometimes we worry so much because we're so earthly minded, yeah. but ultimately this greater glory will be exhibited in the new heavens and, and new earth, which is our, our ultimate hope. Yeah. It's what keeps us hopeful. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's what Paul is telling the Thessalonian church. Like we're looking for Christ, man. We, yeah. we, we want to see Christ and that's our ultimate goal. At least in the suffering now, mm-hmm. you may not be able to physically see them but you know that he's at work. Yep. He hasn't abandoned you. He hasn't forsaken mm-hmm. you. He He's not just sitting back patiently, just kind of trying to figure it out how to right. help you. Uh, he's not powerless to mm-hmm. not help you, but he's at work. Yep. Whether it be sickness, whether it be whatever, you can, you can, something in your economic status, whatever that may be, but God is at work and you can trust that because God's good He's not a bad God So we're happy that you've been listening with us lately Uh, If you've been tuning in If you haven't listened to the previous episodes on Theodicy Make sure you do so Because we gave an introduction to this concept of Theodicy And we're going to be discussing a little bit more about this in the future So tune in on a weekly basis for our podcast Which will help you think theologically And we, we will see you here next week All right. Thanks for tuning in We are glad that you're with us. I invite you to follow us in our social networks, on Instagram and on Facebook under the handle Vida church. Also, you can find us on YouTube Vida Abundante English. Vida church is also our web address. Right there you will find more resources and information about our church. This has been a Vida Abu Productions presentation. See you next time.